Stephanie and Hunter. It's embarrassing for Daniel Bryan. Go ahead, Hunter. Give us what we want, and we'll give you your show back. It's as simple as that. You guys like to lay out ultimatums. I'm laying out an ultimatum too. You don't get your show back until we get what we want. You want to know what the truth is, Daniel? Truth is, I actually like you. I actually saw something in you. So you know what? I took it upon myself to try to protect you. To protect you from everything that would happen when you were successful. You would be run out of here. So I tried to protect you. I protected you at SummerSlam. I protected you ever since then. And what happens? This happens? You wanna know why I didn't fight you at WrestleMania? For your own good, Daniel. Because I will end all of this. Because at WrestleMania, I will not stop until I end you. That's the way I operate. And that's the way it's gonna be. You wanna fight me at WrestleMania? Oh boy. Then be careful what you wish for. You're on. Oh, man. It's gonna happen. Daniel Bryan got what now, he wanted. Now. Shut up and get the hell out of my ring. Daniel Bryan pushed Triple wait, H. Wait, 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 Hunter, 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 Hunter. I'm sorry, I, I didn't, um, I misspoke earlier. Uh, that's, that's not exactly all that I want. You see, because as much as these people want to see me fight you at WrestleMania, what they really want is to see me fighting for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. Oh my gosh. I like the sound of that. So here is what we really want. If I beat you at WrestleMania 30, I get added to the WWE World Heavyweight Championship match so that then the main event would be Randy Orton versus Batista versus Daniel Bryan! Oh, man, triple threat match? Oh, what? Oh, man. Hunter's gonna blow a gasket here. Here he comes, here he comes. Oh, thank you for the security. Why are you building a fit, Hunter? Why are you building a fit? Why are you building a fit? You want that? You get all of it. You get me. You get your deal. Get out of my ring, and I am gonna end this at WrestleMania. You can bet your ass. Daniel Bryan has pushed the COO over the edge, and it worked. Daniel Bryan. Wrestling fans, are you ready? Yes! 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 For the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world, uh, let's get ready to rumble! I am the voice of the voiceless. Do I have everybody's attention now? Sorry about your damn luck. I deserve one more match. It's going to be the end of the world as you know it. And welcome back, folks, to WrestleRant Radio right here on EC Radio. This is your host with the most Bleacher Report featured columnist Graham Jason Matthews here today to recap another electric world, another electric week in the world of wrestling. We had Monday Night Raw last night, TNA Lockdown this past Sunday, WrestleMania 30 just 26 days away, I believe my count is correct. 
But with all that being said, we're going to be recapping all tonight on this week's episode of WrestleRant Radio. But we have two very special guests. It was one week ago. I see this kid. I'm, I'm sitting in the dining hall, and, and I see this kid walking by with a Daniel Bryan yester. Now, up to this point, I've been on a long journey to find another wrestling fan existent on this Endicott campus, and I finally found one, and also two of them. Uh, just last week, we have them on the show today. We've got TJ, and we also have Jeff on today's show. How's it going today, TJ? It's doing good today. How's it going today, Jeff? It's uh, pretty good. Always a good day in the world of wrestling. Absolutely. WrestleMania 30, just right around the corner. And like I said, he was wearing a Daniel Bryan yes shirt. As I speak, he's wearing a Daniel Bryan shirt, uh, the, the Respect the Beard shirt. As I speak right now, Jeff was wearing his uh, Stone Cold What shirt. It was actually TJ's. But nonetheless, uh, not... There was no better week to have TJ on, a massive Daniel Bryan fan, than the night after it was confirmed at WrestleMania 30. We've got Daniel Bryan in the WWE World Heavyweight Championship matchup, also fighting Triple H. If he can beat the game at the show of shows, he earns his way into the WWE World Heavyweight Championship matchup later in the evening against Batista and Randy Orton. So the card is definitely shaping up for WrestleMania. But with all that being said, though, before we even get into last night's Monday Night Raw, um, we had New England Championship Wrestling this past Saturday night right here in Beverly, right down the street. Some great stuff, some local indie wrestling, so support indie wrestling. Um, and some great stuff. We had Slick Wagner Brown against Sean Burke for the Sean Burke for the NECW Championship. I had a great time, so make, make sure if you want to check it out, go to NECW.TV for the latest results of the show. Also up on my website, nextairwrestling.weebly.com for further photos, results, and much more. But that, with all that being said... Um, before we even get into Raw, before we even get into WrestleMania, uh, uh, actually, I just want to mention Lockdown real quick. I don't want to go down a full recap of it. For one thing, I remember last week, I should have probably gone down my predictions for the show, but TNA has done such a terrible job of hyping that pay-per-view, I completely forgot to even mention it. I didn't even know it was happening, so I didn't even bother talking about it, so I thought I might as well not even bother talking about it today. It was a solid show, but nothing really worth reviewing. It's all about WWE this week. We're going to be talking about Raw, WrestleMania 30, and much, much more. But TJ, got to get your thoughts first. First and foremost, what are your thoughts on Daniel Bryan being added? Well, first of all, what are your thoughts on the whole Yes movement in general? Well, you know, the whole Yes movement and all, Daniel Bryan hasn't been getting the respect that he's been uh, deserving through the last couple of months. And uh, they've been teasing the Triple H and uh, Daniel Bryan feud for a while. So I feel like he's starting to get under the skin of the authority, getting with Kane. And I feel like eventually he was going to get added, and then after last night he was added to the card versus uh, Triple H. And now if he beats Triple H, he'll be fine for the world uh, title. So Exactly, exactly. And well, this is the thing, because this is a scenario that people have been pitching for a couple weeks now. A lot of members of the IWC have been saying, well, Daniel Bryan will face Triple H at WrestleMania, he'll beat him and go on to earn entry into the world title match. I personally have been very happy to have been proven wrong. I did not think that was going to happen, quite honestly, because... Let's look at this real quick. At WrestleMania, usually you have your championship matches set in stone beforehand. You have, you know, The Rock versus Johnson that was set in stone years before. We all knew that was going to happen at least two years in advance. But Daniel Bryan, let's look at it this way. If Daniel Bryan, there's a chance that he might not beat Triple H. More than likely he will, and I would laugh my ass off if he didn't win and if he didn't beat Triple H, then Triple H would be the obviously the biggest troll in the world of wrestling if he was to go over Daniel Bryan and then we would be left with the main event of Randy Orton versus Batista. No way in hell that happens. But um, even still, though, I just don't think they can go into WrestleMania without having without having it confirmed that Daniel Bryan will be in the matchup. You know what I mean? Because I think people might be paying to see Daniel Bryan contend for the championship and in the very unlikely case that he doesn't win, he people are you know just wasting their money on WrestleMania. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you're saying, but I feel like now that Randy Orton and Batista are coming off his heels, that Daniel Bryan's probably going to get over on Triple H and then be added to the match to add that heel and uh, babyface. Uh, the dynamic, yeah. yeah. So, it, it, yeah, it's definitely the best course of action. I definitely don't disagree with that, um, especially since... Well, here's another golden question for you that a lot of people have been asking, because this whole thing started back at SummerSlam with uh, with the authority angle starting, and even before that was rumored that we were going to be getting a McMahon storyline going into WrestleMania, and that it was rumored that Triple H was going to be the heel, Vince would be the face. Um, I didn't see Triple H going heel, and that ended up happening as well. I was really happy about that. But Daniel Bryan, you know, he won the championship from John Cena at SummerSlam. He lost it a minute or so later to Randy Orton. That's when this whole thing started. Randy Orton's basically been champion ever since. So, with that in mind, do you think having Daniel Bryan in the championship match at WrestleMania has been the plan the entire time? 
or do you think the fans were the ones that were that forced them to change their course of action because they heard the fans, um, they heard their reaction to the Royal Rumble after Batista won? Do you think this has been the plan the entire time, or do you think the fans changed their course of action? No, I think that uh, it wasn't the whole plan. I think it was in the once Batista couldn't get over with the fans and they weren't really feeling him basically because he came back part time, wins the Royal Rumble, is guaranteed a shot at WrestleMania, and they were more mad that. Guys like Ziggler, Punk, and Brian, who have been working last couple of years, haven't get like don't get the get the short end of the stick. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So once they kind of had Batista as a heel, you can't really change Orange or Babyface now. So now they kind of had to implement Dana Bryan where he belongs. Absolutely. I think it'd be giving WWE way too much credit had they planned this out from the beginning because obviously they didn't know that Batista would be back. You know, six six months ago. At SummerSlam, they probably didn't know. I don't think they knew that Batista was coming back until officially until December. So they definitely didn't plan it out that far in advance. But, you know, had they just had Daniel Bryan come out at 30, win the Rumble, none of this would have happened. We would have just gotten Orton versus Bryan at WrestleMania or Orton or uh, Bryan versus Cena, whatever the hell it would have been. But um, even so, though, this match could be very, very good with Batista involved. Obviously, he works much better as a heel than he does a face. I personally am a Batista fan, so I would have been fine had they kept him a fan favorite, but he was being booed out of the building every single week since the day, not even not the day that he came back, because he got a good reaction when he came back, but the night of the Rumble, six days later, it's been downhill ever since then. But what are your thoughts on Batista in general? Are you glad that he's back? Um, are you glad that he's a heel, or do you just want him to go away? Um, I'm like glad that he came back, but I'm more upset that he's like get right into the title shot. Guys like Lesnar, who like were like teased to come back and go for the title, like kind of get the short on the stick, and he has to go fight Undertaker, which probably going to lose, obviously. So it kind of like kills that match already on the card. But uh, I can see him. He's better as a heel too than a face. But I feel like he got the short end of the stick for being a heel because everyone expected Daniel Bryan to actually be in the Rumble and other other guys to be in the Rumble too that weren't included. But since he won and the other guys didn't really have a chance, everyone just kind of booed him out. Was Daniel Bryan in the Rumble? No. No, he was not, no. He wasn't even announced as a participant because, you know, people thought, since it's a Rumble, people thought that, you know, he might just come in as a surprise entrant anyway. So WWE didn't basically, they didn't false advertise him because he wasn't supposed to be in the match anyway. But, you know, there was a chance that he might have been in because it's a Royal Rumble after all. But um, that being But, like, other guys like Bray Wyatt, Cena weren't in the match either. And they just kind of threw, like, other low mid card guys in there that could have taken another spot. Some other guys that probably like make the match more like uh, predictable. Exactly, exactly. Because there was only maybe one or two possibilities this year with the Rumble. Usually, there's at least five. You yeah, know? at least five. This year, it was only Batista and Roman, Brian and, and then Roman Reigns and Roman Reigns too. That's a good point. Um, when it came down to him and Roman Reigns, that was a very hot moment. Yep. I'm very glad that he beat the uh, the record uh, yep. of of Kane, Kane for most eliminations in one matchup. But um, Oh, Punk was obviously an option, too. Yeah. But speaking of Punk, like you said, I think uh, with Batista coming back and him being, you know, kind of pushed out of the title picture a little bit and Batista getting that spot instead, um, Brock Lesnar not getting that spot in the championship match at WrestleMania, that would have been a very good matchup. I was actually thinking about this later uh, earlier today. If they were to put the title on Bryan at WrestleMania, keep the championship on him, and they can maybe do Lesnar versus Bryan at SummerSlam. You know, that, that might be a possibility. But um, the original point that I was trying to get at was CM Punk. Had Batista not come back or had been another match on the card, you know, had to do Batista versus Brock Lesnar. That was the match that I was thinking was going to happen. They teased that on more than one occasion. I still think that should happen. In, some, in what capacity, I have no idea because Batista's a heel now and so is Lesnar, and they both work better as heels. And so I think the time has passed for that matchup to happen. But um, CM Punk, I think, could have been a perfect candidate to be in that championship matchup at WrestleMania, especially considering that had he won the Royal Rumble or you know gotten a championship matchup at WrestleMania, it would have been exactly 43, or I'm sorry, 434 days after he lost the WWE Championship to The Rock at the Royal Rumble. So interesting fact. But uh, you know that being said, though, on the subject of CM Punk, what are your general thoughts on CM Punk leaving a number of months ago? Another another uh, a number of months ago. Excuse my botch. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know. I feel like. He eventually was. He already was talking about once his contract was up in June or July. I'm not sure what month it was. That he was probably done with pro wrestling and that he was gonna just not. He was gonna stop and retire. But I feel like it kind of like he kind of screwed over the fans by just getting up and leaving because he was mad that he wasn't gonna be in the title match. But he was supposedly gonna be rooming to fight Triple H instead of Daniel Bryan. That's still a still, still a, it's still it's still a blockbuster match. 
and uh, I feel like he kind of screwed over the WWE and screwed over the fans by leaving. Absolutely. I mean, I don't think it's 100% CM Punk's fault it's or not, WWE's it's not. fault. You know, because had WWE, you know, known of the issue earlier and done something about it, I'm not saying they should have given him a push, and maybe they should have, but, you know, at least given him some time off, you know, because I don't think that two months that he had, um, you know, late, late last year was all that much. Yeah. Right after WrestleMania, I think they should have given him a little more time off after that. But um, yeah, that being said, though, CM Punk, uh, yeah, like you said, he shouldn't have walked out on his contract. He shouldn't walk out, um, especially when you have a number of months. Because you said like yeah. he was, was going to leave anyway yeah. in July. So had they done something in the payback pay-per-view, which is also in Chicago this year, which would have been awesome, had he had his last match, in, last match in Chicago like he did in 2011, I think that could be pretty cool. I mean, he still could. I mean, you never He's still know. on a contract, technically. Absolutely. Yeah, he could still come back. Yeah. You know, a lot of people thought he might come. He was going to come back last week, and he didn't. Yeah. But um, yeah, I was talk- I went on a huge rant on this last week about CM Punk, you know, not fulfilling his obligations and you know, and, and walking out on the company, especially before WrestleMania. And like you said, he was apparently complaining about the match with Triple H, which is still a marquee matchup. But yeah. I guess he wanted that match. He, he also was he was also pretty mad that Batista got it because he was just one pay per view coming up, just winning the winning the shot over him. That's been wrestling his pretty much year round the last couple of years. So exactly, and now that. Now that he's gone, his girlfriend uh, AJ Lee looks like she's gonna start getting. Uh, he looks like she's gonna start getting buried a little bit too, losing l- last night to uh, Nikki Bella, the and then the week before she lost to Natalia. So tonight in the uh, main event, she's fighting uh, Natalia for the title. So I think it already happened, but I don't know what happened. But I was thinking that same exact thing, and a lot of people. I I, I was I was reading that on Bleach Report today. How they're yeah. saying that. Uh, that they're probably going to have uh, Nikki Bella and Natalia versus uh, Naomi. In a triple threat, yeah. Yeah, but... In a, in a triple threat, yeah. the, the total diva stars, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't really know what to think of that. I was thinking that same exact thing last night, and a lot of people are screaming conspiracy theory, or some people are saying, oh, then, I, um, you know, it's, it's not because of that. It's because it's time for AJ Lee to drop the title. And while that is true to an extent, then why do you have her lose to Nikki Bella in a random tag team match on Raw? That makes no sense. Or even have her lose a championship on main event. And someone tweeted me a little, like 10 minutes before we went on air that she did win. She did um, win? AJ Lee did retain, so she didn't drop the title, thankfully. I think that would have been a waste. Yeah. Especially considering, and I mean, I'm an AJ fan. I'm not just saying this because I'm biased, but it, it, she's the longest reigning Divas champion in history. So she shouldn't drop the championship. Except on a main event. On a main, main event, event. A C show yeah. and, and where no one's going to watch it anyway. You know what I mean? Especially to, you know, Natalia wouldn't be that bad, I guess. But yeah, it definitely seemed like they were teasing Nikki versus Natalia on this past week's episode of Raw, so hopefully they don't go with that. I was hoping this is a dream match of mine. I don't think I've talked about this on the show before. I was writing an article a couple days ago about potential Divas matches that we can get at WrestleMania, and we have yet to have a Divas Championship match at WrestleMania. And, of course, it's not the most prestigious title. Of course, we all know that. The women's title is where it's at. But um, it has yet to be defended at WrestleMania, the Divas title, that is. So AJ Lee being the longest reigning Divas champion in history and obviously one of the most interesting Divas characters in the Divas division in the, at least the last five years yep. or so, they should definitely have her go to WrestleMania this year to defend the title. If she drops it, they are fine. But in regards to potential uh, contenders, yep. exactly, for her to face, um, she's already gone through Natalia multiple yep. times. Tonight I mean, Gone through the Bellas. Gone through the Bellas. Naomi, I guess it'd be okay. It's not really 100% set in yep. stone. Emma, that that'd be a very Emma good possibility. I think it should be uh, AJ Lee versus Paige at WrestleMania. That'd be a great match as well. I was thinking about that too a couple weeks ago when they had the NXT arrival, yep. and it's so funny watching NXT's arrival show and watching Paige versus Emma. By far the best women's match yep. in the last few years or so. Um, I, I think even better. AJ Lee and Caitlyn had a really good match last year on Payback too for the Divas title. But you go from that, you go from Paige and Emma to having a fantastic matchup. To the next day on SmackDown, watching AJ Lee face Cameron and what yeah. was like one, one of the one worst, worst matches ever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. That's so. just that's just Cameron doesn't belong there, but yeah, Cameron be, does not belong yeah. there. I can go on a rant. Yeah, exactly. Too, but uh, yeah, in regards to the Divas division, though, I think it's I think you want to be on NXT. I think you want to be demoted to NXT. Yeah. I think being promoted to the main roster is a sin because, like with Emma, we were talking about this before we went on live. About how Emma, she's having these great matches in NXT, great character. She's over like yep. heck with the Full Sail University crowd. And she gets to the main roster, and they just pair her with, with her Santino. And then like they have her up. against Fandango and uh, Summer Rae. The intergender tag team yep. feud. Yeah, a complete waste of time and a complete waste of her talent. So yep. I like that idea, though, of her facing um, AJ for the Divas Championship. It would make more sense because I feel like Paige is more of like a heel character. Even oh, though yeah, she yeah, might be yeah. like a... 
like get over the fan, but I feel like she just yeah she has a cult following, yeah. but she, her personality she's yeah. like a very uh, a snotty character. I feel like she's kind of kind of like the AJ character, exactly. Like, not like yeah. the, not the girl you want to bring home to your parents. You know what I'm exactly. saying? Exactly. Couldn't have said it better myself. So yeah, I think that could be a dream match as well. I think had they done the network, had they done NXT and the network a couple months earlier, and now a lot of people are getting exposed to, to the network. Now I've seen a lot of people check it out after NXT arrival because a lot of people got the network. They saw NXT Arrival and are now into the product on a regular basis and are now watching on a regular basis. That's good to see because it's been the best thing going since for the last two years yeah. or so, you know, since it's been repackaged as their new developmental territory. But um, had they done NXT in the network a couple months prior, got Paige a little more exposed to the WWE Universe, I think that we would have had a better possibility of that match happening in yeah. WrestleMania. I don't think it's a possibility at this point. Um, I would have loved had they done that a couple months earlier. You know... Probably we're going to get a championship or a, a, a divas match. Yeah, it's going to be a divas match. Or yeah, yeah, regardless of whether it's for the championship or not, um, they're going to throw it together in the last two weeks or so, yeah. which I think is a mistake because the whole point of the division is that they need stories right now, and they had the only story they've had in the last two or three years or so was with AJ and Caitlin, Caitlin. which I thought was great because they're best friends in real life in the yep. storyline. They built that up for over the course of a couple of years, so that was the last good story that we had in the division. It's been all downhill yep. since then. So I was thinking Naomi, which would be fine because they have the history there from a couple months ago, so I'd be okay with that. Naomi, of everyone on Total Divas, I like Natalia, but she's had her shot. Yep. You know, I, don't, I don't see that happening. But Naomi, I think, has a lot of potential to do good things in, in the Divas division, so I would be completely content with her winning the championship. But um, in regards to two other potential opponents for her to face at WrestleMania, obviously a long shot, and it won't happen at this point, but Lita... Since it's her, you know, her, it could be her final match. She's being inducted this year into the WWE Hall of Fame. Could be one last match. And they also have the history there. Not the fact that they both dated CM Punk and they wouldn't mention that anyway because CM Punk left. But um, there's that famous clip on the internet of her meeting Lita um, when she was a kid and she looked up as Lita. She looked up at Lita as one of her inspirations. So that could have been the basis of the storyline. Like I said, yep. don't see that happening. We have less than a month away. So. And I don't think, she, if anything, she wouldn't drop the title of Lita, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean. Yeah, she wouldn't drop the championship to her. You don't even need to make it a championship matchup. You know? yeah. just make it. I don't know. Maybe she could drop the title before. That. I'm not really sure. But kind of like make it like uh, like the feud that Ric Flair and uh, Shawn Michaels had a bad blood, and I think it was yeah. like 04, Like Shawn Michaels came out and said that he would always lift up to Ric Flair, and then Ric Flair turned on him last minute, yep. turned like the heel face kind of thing, and had a yeah. great match. Yeah, you could definitely do something like yep. that. So I would love to see something along those lines. Like I said, it's not happening this more at this point. More than likely. But um, well, who was the other person I was thinking? Oh, obviously, this is even um, even less of a possibility, but Mickey James. I think if she came back to WWE, she did great things uh, in, in TNA as a heel. And if she came back to WWE, she, she would obviously be a face. face. And I think she has unfinished business in WWE. I mean, I think th she didn't leave on the best of terms. She was just randomly released after months. They didn't do anything with her over on the SmackDown brand. And uh, she still got it. Like I said, she had some great matches in TNA. Didn't have the greatest run there. And when she finally did the best work of her career in TNA, she left. Yep. And when her contract expired, so... And she was also spotted at the Performance Center in late November. So I don't think it's that far away of a possibility. But like I said, with less than a month away, there's yeah. no point. In, there's no chance of having it in now at, at this point now. But who do you see AJ Lee defending the championship at WrestleMania? L like realistically. Realistically, I'll probably say one of the Bella Twins. One of the Bella Twins, yeah. Probably Nikki because I feel like she's getting a little more push now. I feel like they've been yeah. switching off last couple months. Yep. But I feel it's probably going to be Nikki Bella right now. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised, especially since, uh, I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we got like a fatal four-way yep. with like Nikki and Natalia and Naomi and whoever else from Total yep. Divas, but we had something like that at Night of Champions too, you know, uh, uh, last year when all the Total Diva star ganged up against AJ, so um, I, I don't know, we'll just have to wait and see, but I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope they have AJ defend the championship at WrestleMania. She probably won't, she won't, probably won't lose at any point between now and WrestleMania, or at least I hope not. There's really no point in that happening. But, um, yeah, even still, I look forward to that happening. So hopefully we get a Divas Championship match at WrestleMania. And speaking of WrestleMania, we already talked about Daniel Bryan, those two matches happening. Also confirmed last night on Monday Night Raw, Hulk Hogan came out, made an announcement. We have a 30-man Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal going down at WrestleMania. The winner, as far as right now, in terms of right now, they get a Andre the Giant trophy. Not a title shot or anything like that. Or At least right now they get a trophy, which I guess is a nice consolation prize. But... 
Um, it will feature 30 men confirmed right now. We've got the Intercontinental Champion, Big E, so I guess we won't be defending his championship at WrestleMania, which sucks. And that's another story. But uh, we were talking about, you know, before before the show about the disgrace of the mid-card titles right now, and we'll get into that in a minute. Um, they got Big E in there. They've got Curtis Axel, I know, was confirmed tonight. Ryback was confirmed. Um, I also read they've got Dolph Ziggler in there. And Damian Sandow. So basically, the five people that they dropped the ball on in the last yep. in the last, the last year. Couple or so. of year yeah. Exactly. So, uh, what are your thoughts on the battle royal happening at WrestleMania? I feel like it's more of like uh, a match that can get all the guys on the card. You know, thirtieth exactly. year. They need to get get some exposure. They get all these guys on the card. Could, could throw a couple NXT guys possibly in the Absolutely, match. Absolutely, yeah. Hopefully, maybe like get them over big if they win the match, something like that. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like just just pretty much a filler. Mm-hmm. They don't really, if they're gonna put if they're gonna put Langston in, that's just disgracing the title even more. Exactly. They and, should have him defend it, you know. Yeah. Especially since he's been involved with a in a feud with Cesaro and Swagger. Yeah. You know, and we'll get to that in a second. And and uh, Jeff's distaste for, for his dislike for Cesaro. We'll get to that in a minute. But um, you know, due to the fact that uh, he's been in a you know that three way feud with uh, with Swagger and Cesaro, you would think that there'd be a triple threat match. They still could. They still could be. Oh, definitely. They could yeah. probably open up with that match. Yeah. Have a couple other matches, then plug them in. Yeah. Because like, it, it sounds like they're not too worried about Dana Bryan pulling double duty. Yeah. At, of the night of WrestleMania, so yeah. they probably have Battle Royal. Maybe throw the Triple H Dana Bryan match right after that. Then have a couple matches. Then can throw a title match in there. And then obviously Dana Bryan would be like. I don't know where they, they he'd definitely be the main event, but oh yeah, the title match would definitely be the main. But event, before yeah. that, would be like Cena and Wyatt, and then Taker and, Taker and, and Lesnar. Lesnar, yeah, and uh, yeah, I've seen that there's something else. I think those are the top four matches: yep. Triple H and Brian and Cena, Wyatt, and then Lesnar, Taker, and yeah, then the main yep. event. So, but uh, yeah, I definitely see that happening in terms of the Battle Royal. Like you said, it's a good match to get everyone on the card because I was afraid they wouldn't. Guys like you know Ziggler. And, uh, and and Sandow, those like like I said before, those are the guys that were shining at this point last year. Ziggler, former World Heavyweight mm. Champion last year, albeit for a very short time, yep. but a former World Heavyweight yep. Champion last year. Damian Sandow, Mr. Money in the Bank, bank. Mr. Money in the Bank, Big E, current Intercontinental Champion, Ryback, headlining pay per views against John Cena in the main event for the WWE Championship. So he, a lot of these guys have fallen far, but regardless, though, I like the fact they're finally getting on the WrestleMania card. They're not not using him at all, you know. Um, I, I was thinking about this. Someone pitched pitched this to me before the show in regards to a Money in the Bank match happening at WrestleMania and bringing it back and getting rid of the pay-per-view because we only have one championship now, so the pay-per-view doesn't really make all that much sense. Unless they only do one match, but whatever. Um, the Battle Royal is still a nice way of get, getting everyone on the card. Like you said, maybe get some NXT guys in there like they did with the Royal Rumble. They did that with Bo Dallas last year, Rusev this year. And getting some people, you know, some NXT guys, some exposure. Maybe get a return or two. Um, I don't see like a Goldberg coming back. You know, maybe just some mid card guys. You know, but uh, RVD Jericho, RVD Jericho, exactly. Who are both rumored to be yeah. back for WrestleMania. And um, right after that, they got Extreme Rules, so RVD could be back for that. And I know he showed interest in coming back for that show. But um, so that makes sense. But um, yeah, like I said, if they gave him a championship match or whatever, as it, the winner of the battle royal gets a title shot, it would make sense. So I guess we'll have to wait and see. But yeah, I like it. I think it's better that they gave it as a memorial to Andre the Giant. I mean, it's not a huge thing, uh, no, no pun intended. But I mean, it gives the match some meaning. You know what I mean? It's not like a random battle royal that they do in the dark match before yeah. the show, and no one even knows it happens because I know they've done that a few times before WrestleMania. And I would hope it's actually it's on the actual card and not on the pre-show, not yeah. being wasted away in the pre-show. But um, yeah, hopefully those guys yep. get some time and they have them. And uh, you know, like we were talking about before the show too. Big Show makes the most sense as the winner. Yep. Not saying that's a good. No, not we're not going to say it's a good, good winner, but he's basically this generation's on the Exactly. Giant. So it would be symbolic, I guess, in a way. And, I don't see him facing anyone yep. else. Yeah. And he's just like the solid veteran right now that would yeah. actually make sense to win it. They're not going to let some scrub win it. It'd probably yeah. be a disgrace to it. Yeah, exactly. I got Big Show and. I think that's basically unless they put in like Rusev in there, who might make his debut at WrestleMania. They put Rusev in there and they have him win. I don't see that going over well with the crowd. Yeah. I, they would be silent for yeah. that. We were talking about before the show, and I've been saying this for a while now. This the new Vladimir Kozlov. Yep. The new Vladimir Kozlov. Easily. He went nowhere yep. either, even though he was talented. But he's not going anywhere either. You're stuck with Santino, just like Emma is. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And um, another guy that might make his in-ring debut at WrestleMania, what I was thinking about before, Bad News Barrett. Now, of course, he's Wade Barrett, been in the ring before, been at WrestleMania before, but under the new gimmick of Bad News Barrett, which debuted in early December, has yet to wrestle a matchup. He was supposed to be in the Royal Rumble, was pulled out for one reason or another, and didn't end up wrestling in that matchup. 
So with that being said, um, do you see what Bad News Barrett being inserted into that battle royal and then maybe being the first guy eliminated? You know, he, he could be the – he's pissed so many guys off yeah. over the last, you know, three three or four months or so. So I think it could be a possibility. What are your I, thoughts? Can, I can see him being put in there, but he won't do much, I feel like. Yeah, yeah. He'll probably be eliminated yeah. quickly, you know. We were talking about before the show how they dropped the ball on him too, you know, yeah. being the, uh, you know, a former number one contender to a world championship. Now they're not doing anything with it at all. Yeah. So it's kind of a shame. But, um, yeah, what I wanted to get to before was the mid-card championships. We were talking about this before the show in regards to the IC championship and Biggie Langston and whatever. And he, he did a good job with the title early on. I mean, the crowd was hot for his title change when he won it against Curtis Axel. And he defended a few times against Sandow, against Axel, against uh, Fandango that, a few times. And now he's just not even on television. And when he is, he's just not doing anything. Like, he's been the... He's, the been, the cent- he's been the center of uh, the Cesaro Swagger feud. Yeah, exactly. And it's all about them. It's, yeah. yeah. It's not even about Big E. In the, I was saying this before the show, but every time someone wins the championship, you think it's going to be a good, you know, they're going to resurrect the championship. It's going to be important. And Rhodes did that for a couple of months. A lot of the guys in the last few years have just done it for maybe a month or so, and then it's just not important anymore. So what are your thoughts on the IC championship not being defended at WrestleMania this year? I think that it's pretty much bearing the title more than it already is. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it pretty much the IC title and the U.S. title are pretty much are down the tubes right now. Yeah, I think the IC championship is in a better place than the U.S. championship. Yeah, because he hasn't defended it in, like, yeah. so many months. Yeah. Well, at least I, I could I could say, like, in the last hour, because I know he defended it on main event tonight, but I know what you mean. Yeah, but, like, somewhere that's, like, Mark, yeah. yeah. Before he defended against Mark Henry, uh, like, a month ago on Raw, when Mark Henry came back, I think the last time he defended it before then was in, like, October. Yeah. Like four or five months ago. It was ridiculous. But for a mid-card championship, it's completely useless. And a lot of people are saying now that they should have done Langston versus Ambrose at, yeah. Ma- at WrestleMania this year, and um, which obviously probably won't happen with the Shield match going on. We'll talk about the Shield in a minute. But um, a unification match between Big E and Ambrose probably won't happen this yep. year at WrestleMania, but it will probably happen sooner rather than later. So what are your thoughts on the mid-card championships? And you just kind of said it, but your thoughts on possibly unifying the championships with the women's titles and the Divas title and the tag team titles and the world championships all being unified? Is it only a matter of time before the mid-card titles are unified too? They probably will eventually get unified, but I feel like it's not good. What's well, not good for business? It was not best I'll for take, business. I'll take Triple H words. They're not good for business right there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because you got... Half the roster is mid-card, guys. If you yep. have only one title, then these other matches are going to be single matches that people really don't get a lot of interest in. Like Exactly. If it's if it's no stipulation, it's just a single match. It's not like marquee names like Taker and Lesnar. Like No one's going to really like want to watch it, really. Exactly. I think they have a mid-card, but they don't have a mid-card. Yeah. I mean, they have Ziggler. They have Sandow. They have everyone else I mentioned before, Ryback, Axel, and whoever else. But they don't put them in feuds. They're yep. just randomly doing nothing. Yep. Ziggler, Miz, Christian, Sheamus are... They're kind of in a feud. Yeah, but, but it's nothing. They already nothing. used it. They can't, they can't do anything now. Yeah, exactly. They already did all the, sti- like the stipulation exactly. match. Exactly. They did that so now they're pretty, much, they're pretty much done with that feud. Absolutely. I Ambrose hasn't happened. done anything since he's with the Shield. Yep. That kind of kills him because they're always throwing the Shield in together. So his title... Hasn't yeah, been defended, exactly. so it doesn't really matter. Yeah. He did some stuff early on, but aside from that, like I said, the first month is good. Everything after that, yeah. do nothing with him at all. But um, even so, though, I think it's the best thing. I think it's best for business if they yep. just unified. I mean, um, at this point, there's really no point in keeping the U.S. title around. I like the U.S. title, but if they're not going to do jack shit with it, I mean, I think there's really no point in just keeping it around at this point. But the U.S. championship, we'll talk about the Shield um, real quick. It might be defended at WrestleMania, like the Divas Championship, which has never been defended at WrestleMania. The U.S. title hasn't been defended at WrestleMania since 23 with MVP and Benoit. So seven years ago was the last time that the Star Spangled Prize was the Star Spangled Prize was on the line at, in a WrestleMania match. So do you see this year being the year that the U.S. Championship finally gets defended at WrestleMania once again in a triple threat match with the Shield? No. No? I don't see it, no. Really? What match do you see going down for uh, the Shield of WrestleMania then? I feel like they'll be in the Andre the Giant match. Oh, really? I feel like they're going to keep them together until maybe something will happen at Mania and then they'll fight Extreme Rules. Really? Up the up the ante a little bit. Interesting. I was hoping that if they're going to go that route and officially split them at WrestleMania and then have Roman, have Roman Reigns break away from the Shield at WrestleMania or the next night where he's guaranteed to get a huge pop because this guy's going to be a breakout babyface, no doubt about it. That um that they should face the Wyatt family, but they already did those matches, yeah. you know, last week on Raw, and then at the Elimination Chamber pay per view too. So that's kind of out of the water now. It's not a possibility. But um, even still, though, I think the Shield are too big of names to be in that battle royal. You know, like I mentioned before, we got Ziggler in there, 
And those are all big names technically too. But yeah, but there's other guys you can also throw in there too. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. The Shield, I don't know. They've been such in a prominent place over the last, you know, 18 Can't months or so. Can't start burying them, just throwing them in that match. Absolutely, yeah. I think they'd just be overshadowed. And, and Roman Reigns would probably win anyway. And, I mean, we already kind of saw him perform well in that environment at the Rumble, so it might be a bit of a uh, uh, the, the same for Roman Reigns had they put him in the Rumble. But um, I don't know. I think we're going to get a triple threat between the Shield. Like I said, we got a month left, so yeah. I don't know when they're going to do it. But they haven't officially split because yeah. last night they had yeah. Roman. Uh, but I could, I could also see them splitting though, because I feel like Ambrose and Reigns are kind of like button heads. But then Rollins yeah, is trying to be the glue too. between them. But now he's yeah. starting to trying to. He's not all the way there too. So yeah. I like the way that they're handling, handling. Rollins yes. now. Because it's the fact that he was kind of like the afterthought, yeah. you know, for a number of months. People are, you know. All over saying, Ambrose. Exactly. They thought he would be like the next guy, then next Reigns. Next big heel, the next big face for yeah. Reigns. Yeah, exactly. And now that Rollins starting to come in a little bit too. So. Absolutely. So I like the way they're handling this. I don't know how they're going to put this matchup together for WrestleMania because I'm going to be sad that the Shield officially breaks up. They've just had so many great matches. The MVPs by far of, of uh, WWE in 2013 and Daniel Bryan for that matter, but you take away the shield from Monday Night Raw, all those three-hour shows would probably be a lot worse than they actually were. They just had a lot of great matches. Um, you know, dating back to just even a week ago, their match with the Wyatt family was just kick-ass. So maybe they could just do it out of respect at WrestleMania, that they were to do a triple threat between those three. Just put on the uh, just put the title on the line. I know it doesn't mean anything, but just put it in there for, you know, just for just for kicks, I guess, yep. just to, you know, add something yep. to the match. Um, but even so, I would love to see that match go down at WrestleMania, give one of those guys a major WrestleMania moment. Hey, maybe you give the championship to Seth Rollins. I don't know. It doesn't really matter to me. Just get the title off of Ambrose. Because um, if he's not going to do anything with it, I guess you know you might as well give it to Reigns or Rollins. But um, even still, we'll go back to the discussion that I was going to get to before with the uh, Cesaro and Jack Swagger feud. Now, these two have been at each other's uh, – have been at odds with each other for a number of weeks now. They started splitting a couple of weeks ago, and it was further teased last night that they will be splitting. And we mentioned this before with the Shield just a few moments ago that there is a possibility that they might be put in the battle royal and you know further you know further the split between those three guys. But if anything, I think if any team was going to be put in there and, and tease attention between those guys, it would be the Real Americans, which I think sucks because I think they should do Cesaro versus Swagger one on one at WrestleMania. I don't really care about Swagger getting a Mania match or whatever because he had one last year. No one gave two craps about it against Del Rio. I did not like that feud at all. But Cesaro, though, this guy beat Randy Orton clean, the WWE World Heavyweight Champion on SmackDown a number of uh, uh, last month on SmackDown. And then we had John Cena have a great match with Cesaro just a couple of weeks ago. So Cesaro is on fire right now. I think he needs to have a major WrestleMania moment. But as high as I am on Cesaro, we've got Jeff here who isn't. So I guess he's in the minority here. But Jeff, I got to ask you, why are you down on Cesaro? Your well, thoughts? It's the thing. It's more of the the real Americans in general. I'm not hot about. Mm-hmm. I just don't think Cesaro and Jack Swagger. I'm both not fond of. But I think it's just because like Cesaro and Jack Swagger just like they don't give off that real American vibe. Like mm-hmm. I was thinking, like if you're gonna do a real American, it's got to be. Someone like Sandman, like someone's like Sandman. hardcore American, <laughs> even Bray Wyatt, just like Bray Southern, Wyatt. like Sister Abigail guy, you know. So I just don't think they fit the description they have on them right now. So I just maybe like I feel like you're saying they're they're like split apart now, right? So, yeah, yeah, it looks like it. Yeah. I, I could see myself maybe getting more into them now that they're now that they're on their, their own. own thing now. Okay, but like the whole real American gimmick was totally over my head. I could also I want to go off that too, like. They can't really sell the real American gimmick because Cesaro's not American. Kind yeah, of. Yeah, exactly. So that's another thing that kind of kills it. Like, he's not American, so how can you, like... Well, he's a, conver- a heel, so it's kind of a hypocritical yeah, thing, Yeah, it's a you converted know? kind of thing, yeah. but I don't know. Converted, yeah, exactly. But once that... once I feel like once they split, Zeb Colt will be... He'll be out of uh, manager and anyone. Yeah, I don't know what they, what they would do with Coulter. I mean, if they broke up the real Americans, I would rather see... Coulter, if he was to stick around, stick him with Swagger, I think no, that'd be okay. Not with Cesaro, though. Not with Cesaro. Cesaro's, Cesaro's going to be the baby, the baby face. face yeah, exactly. absolutely. They teased Swagger as a baby face initially, but he's never been a baby face before, so I wouldn't be completely against that, but Cesaro is the natural baby face. Yeah. I mean, he probably works better as a heel, but, I mean, the crowd is just so behind yeah. him right now, they have no choice but to turn him baby face sooner rather than later. And like I said, hopefully they do the one-on-one match between the two as an undercard matchup at WrestleMania. I think that could be great. I can um, see that as, like, the pre-show match. Yeah, I think I'd be fine with that, as long as it's on the show and they're yeah. not in the Battle Royal, yeah. you know, because it's 30 guys, and a lot of those guys in that match are going to be overshadowed, you know? Yeah. Especially 
especially if Big Joe's going to win, they'd just be tossed out almost immediately. So another another thing I'd like to say about Cesaro, real quick. Um, the reason why I could see him become big one day, like you said, the fans getting behind him, is I myself was not a Daniel Bryan fan at the beginning. Initially, yeah. Yep. Yes, was not. I was no. I was no. So like. When Daniel say, Bryan is now. I love Daniel Bryan. Like, when you say the beginning, like when's the beginning? Like a couple uh, months beginning ago? of the school year. Really. Okay, okay. So like, I really didn't. I don't start watching until I'm living with him now. So oh, okay, gotcha. I'm gotcha. watching Raw every Monday. Night. <laughs> Becomes engraved in a tradition. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Monday night tradition. Yeah, but um, yeah, Daniel Bryan's pretty. He's been on a on a hot streak for the last six months. So, but um. Yeah, I, I see what you mean. I see what you mean. Um, Cesaro, I think, would be better on his own. He just has the move. He just has the move set too. I mean, it's just so yeah, fun. Yeah, his to watch moveset, He has a great move set. Yeah, I just I just laughed at the reports. I don't know if you read this or not. It was about a year ago. They had officials calling him boring. Apparently, yeah. did you hear about that? Yeah, I heard about that. I just laughed at that because this guy's got. He doesn't have that great of charisma, but I mean, he just is so over with the fans. His Cesaro swing is yeah. a huge maneuver that fans can get into. You know, the uppercut is just yep. sexy. Yep. There is no other way That's to call. It's a nice it. European they, uppercut. Yeah, it's a sexy-looking uppercut. So, that being said, though, hopefully we get those guys one-on-one at WrestleMania. Um, what other matches could we get at WrestleMania? Yeah, like tag team turmoil kind of match. I've been hearing about that. I was thinking about. Yeah, hopefully we don't get the Usos versus the New Age Outlaws again. They had their match at Elimination Chamber was okay. I didn't have a problem with it. The Raw rematch was good, if only because it's a Chicago crowd. They were hot for it. The title change. I've been saying this for months now. They should have waited until WrestleMania, but I'm not complaining. They're finally the tag team champions. It's been four years in the making. I'm really happy about that. But have they? if they are to defend their championship at WrestleMania, we know that they're going to defend them against New Age Outlaws. That's a foregone conclusion. They didn't do the rematch last week on main event, and they've been building the rematch for a couple of weeks now, and they did that last night on Raw. So they probably will invoke the rematch clause at WrestleMania. But like you said, I think it would be the best course of action to do a tag team turmoil matchup, especially now. The tag team division, I think it's still in pretty good shape. I don't think it's in terrible shape, but it's not what it was a couple months ago because they're having a lot of tag teams split up. The real, the New Age Outlaws, I don't have a huge problem with them, but the fact that they're, they're just not heels, yeah. you know what I mean? They just don't act like heels. They do their babyface shtick and get pops and yeah. stuff. You know, I just don't – it's, it's ridiculous. But um, hopefully, if there's any team to be inserted into that matchup, the primetime players are split up now. Um, Los Matadores, I don't want to see at WrestleMania. Yeah. Um, if anything, I would like to see the Road Brothers yeah. added into that matchup because I've been, you know, we've been pulling for this matchup for years now. I've been remember, I, I always remember pulling for this matchup back in like 2011, three years ago. But Cody Rhodes versus Goldust, that's yeah. a match that. It, it writes itself. It's brother yeah, versus brother. Um, it's not happening. It, it's though. not going to happen. But I think that they have like a tag team turmoil match. They should have the uh, Rybaxel versus the Rhodes, and like just do like next team comes out. It's New Age Outlaws, and mm-hmm. then have them lose the bro- Rhodes brothers and have them fight Usos because they've had some couple good matches. They have, yeah. So the, they, Usos brother, the Uso brothers and then the Rowe brothers. Yep. Yeah, they've had some great matches yeah. in Raw. So I yeah, definitely that, in, in different forms too, because yep. never two on two. Yep. It's always been like triple threat or fatal four way or whatever. So yeah, I think that could be a great matchup because they're not if they're not going to go with the route of Cody versus Goldust now, and they obviously aren't. I mean, if they're going to do that, they should have started building it a month ago when uh, they first lost the tag team titles. Because that, that's why I was happy why they lost the tag team titles because they were they were some of the best tag team champions that we've had in a while. But um, I was happy when they dropped the championships because the New Age Outlaws could drop them to the Usos, and then you can have Goldust kind of blame Cody for their loss of the championships, and then Goldust goes heel. Because I think Cody is going to be a natural babyface going forward. I see a lot of big things coming from him. But um, they didn't play off that at all, at all coming out of that championship loss. So I think it's a shame. I think it's a missed opportunity, and especially since Goldust has gone on record and saying that this is his last run in WWE. He's not coming back after this. And it's his best run, too. He's never had a better run. I mean, early on, I mean, obviously in, like, the 90s and stuff. But, I mean, in the last decade or yeah. so, he's, ne- he's never had a better run. Um, but even still, though, he's in great shape, too. So if he's not going to be in a singles match with Cody at WrestleMania, you might as well put him in that tag team title match. They're one of the better tag teams. So you have the Road Brothers, the Usos, the New Age Outlaws. You mentioned Ryback. Right so they're already in the Battle Royal. But like you said, they could have him pull double duty. There's 30 guys in that Battle Royal. But in terms of other matches on the card, I'm trying to think. Um, we've got Bray Wyatt versus John Cena. We've got the WWE World Heavyweight Championship matchup. We've got Daniel Bryan versus Triple H. Brock Lesnar versus The Undertaker. Let's talk about that real quick. Now, last night on Raw, Undertaker was hyped to have a major announcement. Yep. Okay, So he comes out, doesn't even say anything before Paul Heyman interrupts. 
Paul Heyman starts putting over the streak and starts building that up, and they have a a, a verbal exchange, which is pretty good for the most part. And um, I, I got to ask you, did Undertaker? I, maybe I'm crazy, but did he ever make an announcement? Or I don't know. I don't think he made an announcement. I don't know. I, I thought that was a bit weird. Um, I don't know what the whole point of that was. Maybe he'll delay it, or maybe the fact that he said that Lesnar would rest in peace was announced. I don't know. But regardless, um, even so, what are your thoughts on the Brock Lesnar versus Undertaker feud going into WrestleMania? I feel like the feuds, like, they need to be incorporated more on Raw, like, weekly basis. They both have to be there, too, to, like, up the, up, up the hype for the match. The only thing that's really hyping it right now is Paul Heyman. Guy can, guy can draw heat from anything. Absolutely. One, one of the best managers of all time. He can, Absolutely. He can get a guy over like anyone else. So, Luckily, he was with the same kind of similar feud last with Punk and Undertaker. Yep. So he's been there already. He already knows pretty much the stick to say and stuff like that. And he can like get Lesnar over more as a heel and stuff like that. So besides that, I feel like the match really kind of like kills Lesnar a lot because he's like the big part-time guy and mm-hmm. supposed to be winning. I feel like he hasn't really done much since he's came back. He's got a lot of... Good amount. I think he has probably like an even record. Lesnar? Yeah. Yeah. I know he's lost to Triple H once. Lost to Cena. Lost to Cena. Triple H. H. Beat Triple H twice. Beat Triple H twice. Yep. He beat Big Show. He beat CM Punk. So yeah, I think he's yeah. four and two. Yeah. So he's it's not still for a guy that came back. It's yeah. supposed to be in the WWE World Title Championship uh, picture. He's not really. And he's going to lose at WrestleMania. Yeah, he's I think that's. I, I think it's a good thing that they had him. You know, had him win his last three matches. Yeah. The last time he lost was at WrestleMania last year. Like yeah. you said, he beat Triple H at Extreme Rules. He beat CM yeah, Punk, Punk and he beat the Big Show. Yeah. Then he's beat up, you know, Mark Henry and yeah. whoever else. I'm. I off. just. I just think they should have taken uh, Sting and put him against Undertaker. Yeah, I think that'd be pretty sweet. Yeah, because his TNA contract expired in early January, and we've talked about this on the show before. But um, and he's in talks with WWE. There really hasn't been anything in the last few weeks. I know there were there were um, a lot of talks going on of, of Sting coming to WWE about a month ago. They really cooled down since yeah. then. So on that subject, do you see Sting coming to WWE? And if you do, do you see him debuting at WrestleMania? I feel like the only way he would debut at WrestleMania if he screwed over The Undertaker. Or hyped up a matchup between The Undertaker going into next year. You know what I mean? Like, uh, some people have been saying like he points the bat at the WrestleMania sign, and then you do it next year, one final matchup. But if that's his, if if, if that's going to be his final matchup, then I don't know. I don't know what your thoughts on this are, but I think Undertaker's final matchup or one of his final matches before he leaves, before he eventually retires, has to be with John Cena. There's no doubt about it. I feel like it need it should be against John Cena, but I feel like he doesn't have that much left in the tank. Yeah. Obviously, he has a year, year it off. It sells itself. It, it sells itself, but still, like he has. All this time they're cover, and he's still like, guys, he's in a bad shape. And if they want to make this Lesnar match interesting with him, he's going to get to get a little physical with them. Yeah. And it's probably like, he can't can't take it. That that was the biggest concern going into this matchup. I mean, the storyline support is fine. And the fact that, you know, like you said, the Paul Heyman guys with CM Punk last year, I think Paul Heyman last week did a brilliant job of tying that in, saying that he's after the streak now, that CM Punk failed to do it last year. And that was kind of the whole reason why CM Punk left that storyline. So I love the fact that he tied it into that. But the storyline's fine. They've been building it up well. Brock Lesnar, obviously not the best mic worker, so they're having Paul yep. Heyman do a form. They've had that for his whole career, though. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's been the case his entire career. So the match itself should be pretty good. I mean, I think the only thing that would make it better, and it's not happening, but if they showed... You, did you see that video a couple of years ago with him and The Undertaker, that UFC event? Yeah. You saw that? Yeah. And then they'd be pretty sweet if they acknowledged that. Obviously, they won't because yeah. Undertaker was out of character and stuff, yeah. so that's a long shot. But that's when a lot of people started pitching the idea for those two to face each other at WrestleMania. It didn't go down to 27, 28, 29, whatever. And now we're getting a WrestleMania 30. So the match itself should be pretty good. Like you said, biggest concern should be Undertaker versus Lesnar in a very physical capacity. So maybe Undertaker's announcement is that it's going to be a no-holds-barred match, but... I don't know. I just fear. Could, I also been hearing like possible retirement match. Yes, if, yes. But I feel like he won't. He, won't he probably lose, won't, but yeah. But I feel like if they want to make the more match more intriguing, they should have put it at like SummerSlam or something like that. Because mm-hmm. obviously he's at twenty one, twenty two, and zero right now. Yeah, yep, twenty one. Yeah. He like they're not just gonna have him lose. It just wouldn't make sense. Like then they can't exactly. like advertise. Like what is that? Like he's all this WrestleMania hype and then just loses one match and then he'll kill his whole record. Yeah. I mean, I think if they're going to have him lose, and they obviously won't, right. I don't think they will ever have him lose, nor should he lose. At this point, he shouldn't lose. He's already Absolutely. 20 and, and he's beating everyone, so. Yeah. 
I mean, the case could be made that whoever he loses to is made superstar for life, but they would be. I don't know. I think it would have been Shawn. It would have been Shawn Michaels. It would have been Shawn Michaels. It would have been Shawn. I don't think Triple H should have beat him, but I think Shawn oh, Michaels should have no. beat him. Yeah, no. Triple H should have been. Uh, would have been stuck with the fact that he's you know ahead of the company yeah, and, and he would have booked gets himself over, yeah. to win. Yeah. So yeah, Shawn Michaels. If it was going to be anyone, it should have been Michaels at twenty five or twenty six. But um, yeah. That being said, though, I think. You know, like I said, it, it, the case could be made that he could make a superstar having them beat the streak, but who could that be? I mean, it's not going to be Lesnar. It's not going to yeah, not, definitely not Lesnar. I mean, in terms of, like, young guys, I mean, like, who, Roman Reigns? But, I mean. Bray Wyatt, maybe, next year. Bray Wyatt, that'd be great, too. I don't know if that could be a WrestleMania match. I would buy that as a WrestleMania match. I mean, he's facing John Cena. He's facing the face of the company this year, you know? So, it's a possibility. But if they did it at SummerSlam, and, you know, like you mentioned, he only wrestles once a year, so it probably won't happen, but... If they did something like that, I would love to see it. And, w- and it would have made sense if they did Bray Wyatt versus The Undertaker this year, if only because, you know, Bray Wyatt feuded with Kane, you know, initially, and now he's corporate Kane now, but even still, and they did nothing with his kidnapping. And all yeah, but worthless. it could also, like, get over Bray Wyatt, even if he, lo- obviously, even if he lost to The Undertaker. Yeah, so, like, exactly. put out a good match, like, mm-hmm. Undertaker might, like, show, like, sign of respect after the match, kind of get mm-hmm. him over even more than there he is. And then maybe put the strap on him later in the year and stuff like that. So Yeah, absolutely. I think they're building up the Wyatt family in, in perfect fashion. I think they've been doing a great job of that. So I think it's better, you know, now that I think back on it, I think it's better that they waited to do that matchup, if they're going to do it at all, until next year. So if he beats Cena this year, and I think he should, yeah. I think having him beat the guy who beat The Rock in the last year, in, in the main event of last year's show would be great for Bray Wyatt. So... And I mean, you could say that yeah, sure he looks strong in defeat, but that's kind of a weak, yeah. you know, that's kind of a weak argument for Bray Wyatt. I mean, I think he should definitely win. There's no reason why John Cena should win that matchup. And you can have Bray Wyatt get his get his seat back the next round on Raw. You can have him beat Cena at Extreme Rules, whatever the hell you want to do. But people are going to remember that WrestleMania matchup. That's all that matters. People look back in the history books. Did Cena win? And if he did, it's a waste for Bray Wyatt. I don't think it's going to ruin him, but Bray Wyatt needs to win a WrestleMania. Yeah. And then the other matchup I think that I wanted to talk about, I think that was it, Bray Wyatt versus John Cena. But um, I don't know. I think there might have been other ma- WrestleMania matches. Do you want any other matches come to your mind? They might be getting at WrestleMania? I could have swore there were more. I don't know. Bray Wyatt versus John Cena, Taker versus Lesnar. Oh, I think we tied in. That's what I was going to talk about, Cena versus Bray Wyatt. And we just kind of tied yeah. into that. But um, basically, yeah, what are your thoughts on the whole John Cena versus Bray Wyatt feud? I feel like it's a great feud. Basically, you're taking the hero and putting him against the nemesis. Mm. Pretty much a standard storyline right there. And basically having Bray Wyatt, the newest, like, big star coming in and beating pretty much the face of the company the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. And he, it'd, be great, I, they, yeah. it'd be a good match. To, it's going to be a great match, too. So, mm-hmm. But I feel like it'd get him over even more cl- better if he won cleanly at WrestleMania, too. Yeah. Not have any involvement from uh, Rowan or Harper, but... Yeah, get some, uh, you, you got to give him... Uh, Got to give him the credibility that he deserves by beating John Cena on the grandest stage of them all. So I think it'd be great if he does win. You know, like you said, even if he wins with the help of <clears throat> of the Wyatt family of Eric yeah. of uh, Eric Rowan and Luke Harper, I'd prefer that he won clean. It's not that likely of a possibility. We're talking about John Cena. Here. Yeah, he's so, Superman. So yeah, I mean, he he lost to Daniel Bryan clean. I mean, that's one thing. But I mean, that's Daniel but, Bryan. Uh, yeah, he's about to win a, the championship. It's a face. It's yeah. two faces. So yeah, you can't yeah. really have him lose. Our exactly. Dirty exactly. In that match. So I don't know. I don't think the chances of him beating Cena clean at WrestleMania are high. But even if he wins it all, I think it's a plus. So I look forward to that matchup. Like you said, um, it should be great. It should be a great, great matchup. Cena, I don't think it's the credit he deserves as a wrestler. Like I said before, he had a great match with Cesaro a couple weeks ago. He's had a few. He's had a very few, uh, a, a few very good matches with Orton in the last couple of months, with CM Punk in the last couple of years. So, yeah, I look forward to that matchup. And speaking of CM Punk, we'll close it on this note. When do you see CM Punk coming back to the WWE? I don't. When, when's your guess? Not, never. He's never. done. Really? He's all done. He's never coming back. Never coming back. I see CM Punk coming back at some point. I don't. Like, I feel like he's done with wrestling, and now that WWE starts, is starting to like, kind of poke fun Kind of poke fun at him mm-hmm. with the Paul Heyman segment. I think they could have made it worse. He didn't bury him, so that's good. He didn't bury him, but like they kind of like... You know, I would say acknowledge it. I'm happy they. But also, it. like they were talking about, like the whole hijack Raw thing. The WWE turned it to their own, like yeah, storyline yeah, kind of. Like Dan- yeah, yeah, exactly. Occupy Raw. Yep. Yep. Like Daniel Bryan said last week that he they're going to hijack, hijack Raw, Raw Chicago. Yep. And then this year you're going to occupy. They basically just took took the concert from the fans on Punk and just kind of turned it against them. Yeah, I think that was the best course of action. Yep. Honestly, that whole hijack Raw thing. Yep. Did you see that Twitter account? And all yep. that BS. 
I thought that was kind of dumb. Yeah, it didn't but, work either, but... Yeah. I don't think chanting for CM Punk, because we were talking about this earlier on, but chanting for CM Punk, I think, is pointless. Yeah, he's I'm not coming back. CM Punk. I'm a huge CM Punk fan, but he walked out. Yep. You know, he didn't get released. He didn't. They didn't fire him. He walked out on his own. You know, he walked out... I don't want to say he walked out on the fans, but, you know, he had his personal yep. reasons. And we won't know until he tells his story. He's been kept quiet for the last, you know, number of... For the last month and a yep. half, I mean... Um, I just found out yesterday my brother called me because he's a huge Walking Dead fan, but he's going to be on the yep, Talking Dead I this Sunday. That. So I look forward to watching that. But um, even still, though, I look forward to checking that out. I doubt he's going to say anything about yeah, it. Yeah, he's probably not going to say anything. He's still, yeah. still on a contract, technically, yeah. so. Exactly, exactly. Can't really say too much. Yeah, so. Don't want to get the lawyers involved. Exactly, yeah. Then he'll never come back. Then, exactly, then he'll never come back, yeah. yeah. So I, I see him coming back at some point. I mean, guys like Bret Hart, we've had the Ultimate Warrior, who was on terrible terms with WWE for the longest time, is coming back to WWE this year at WrestleMania. And we'll close out on this note. Um, one quick question for you. And it was also announced yesterday that Linda McMahon, of all people, I guess, will be inducting Ultimate Warrior in the Hall of Fame. Why? I have no I idea. Have no idea Hulk Hogan makes the most sense, but they obviously have animosity yep. between them. Um, CM Punk was rumored at one point he left. Um, I think there's... Better choices than, than Linda, Linda McMahon. McMahon. I don't know why Linda, but um, whatever. I think that that's Ultimate Warrior's choice. But uh, speaking of the Hall of Fame, as of right now, we've got the Ultimate Warrior, Jake the Snake Roberts, Lita, and Paul Bearer. So right now we've got a great class, almost as good as last year's, um, a very well-rounded class. Do you see anyone else being added in the last few weeks before WrestleMania? Uh... I see Scott Hall again. Scott Hall, yeah. Possibly the NWO faction again. Yeah. Uh, Especially with Hogan back. Yeah. Yeah. I can uh, see that happening too. I don't think... I don't know. I think Scott Hall's worthy of being on his own, but I don't know. I, I don't think Kevin Nash, uh, I don't know. I think NWO as a group should go in, and if they're going to do NWO as a group, I think they should just might as well do that as opposed to just doing Kevin Nash next year. You know what I mean? And then Scott Hall this year or whatever. Just do it all together like you said. Yeah. But uh, I think that might be just a uh, one of the top billings, yeah. you know what I mean? But with already Jake going in and we've got Warrior, yeah. I don't know if it would get the top billing it deserves. So, I don't know. Or they I could also cool. throw in Owen Hart, possibly. Owen Hart, Who has yeah. also had troubles. Yeah, since his, legal troubles. Illegal yeah. troubles Macho with his Man's family. Thing, yeah. Yeah. Not, not Macho, legal troubles, but, but the like, family the doesn't family want to family doesn't, yeah. Exactly, yeah. But maybe since Brett finally got inducted and exactly. they kind of like... He's got to give it time. Yeah, but... Yeah. What about celebrity? Because we always, we, we, they we always have a celebrity. I'm yeah, sure the think. last few years. The only person that comes to mind that's been rumored is Mr. T, which makes sense because yeah, he's involved in the first WrestleMania, you know? So I'd be fine with that. Donald Trump, a lot of people are crapping on that. I don't think that was that bad, honestly. He, he was involved in a few WrestleManias. Yeah. He helped them out with, like, WrestleMania 4 and 5. 4 and 5. 4 and 5, yeah. Exactly. On a hotel or wherever it was. Yeah, the, his own, uh, the own arena, yeah. So that made and sense. And then he was at uh, WrestleMania 23. 23, yeah. 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 So, the, and he also bought Raw that one time. Yeah. That, that one angle that yeah, no that one remembers. One, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> When they had the money coming down from the ceiling. Yeah, then he was only owner of Raw for like yeah. seven days. But yeah, Mr. T, I would be fine with. Uh, Cindy Lop right now is rumored at one yeah. point, too. That'd yeah, that's so great. she was uh, WrestleMania 1, too. Yeah, but... WrestleMania 1 with, uh, oh, uh, you know, WrestleMania 30, I think that'd be perfect. Um, who else? Cindy Lop. Yeah, he was, you know, she was tied in with uh, Captain Albano, you know, all that kind of Pete stuff. Pete Rose is in already, right? Pete Rose is already Pete in there. Yeah, he was inducted. Yeah, he's that, in the It's actually very funny that you mentioned that because the whole reason why Mr. T didn't go in initially, because they asked him to go in, yep. I think maybe 10 years ago, Pete Rose went in with the WrestleMania 20 class in 04, yep. and Mr. T turned it down because he heard that Pete Rose is in there. So he didn't want to go in. I just found that out just recently. I thought that was interesting. So I guess if they want to work out a deal with them, they're going to work it out. You know, ten years later, I guess he's willing to go yeah. in now. I would love to see Mr. T. Absolutely, I think he get some good media attention too. So um, I look forward to that. But uh, I don't know. I don't know. I think I think this is going to be a big WrestleMania. But it's me. I'm looking forward to it, man. I'm I feel lo- like I feel like every all the ten years, like WrestleMania one, they had like the big star. Yep. Ten with Bret Hart winning. Twenty with Benoit and Guerrero. And Daniel Bryan beating. Beating like Kurt Angle, beating yep. Batiste. No, I don't think he fought Batiste. Who he fought? Shawn Michaels and Triple H. Yep. And now yep. they're going to have Bray Wyatt and Daniel Bryan kind of take the next decade exactly. into the, exactly. into the Roman future. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. So I look forward to it, yeah. I, and, and one last thing on the Hall of Fame thing, too. You, what are your thoughts on the fact that, uh, that they might induct the, uh, the WrestleMania 1 main event? I know there are rumors of that happening with Mr. T and Hogan taking on Roddy Piper and. Uh, Mr. Wonderful, Paul Orndorff, and three of the, four of those guys are already in the Hall of Fame. 
is it just me or is, do I or, or do you think that inducting a match in the Hall of Fame at this point is kind of stupid when there's a whole list? Yeah, of I was going to say that you could you, know? you could easily. You, I feel like you can't really do that because I feel like there's so many matches that you could obviously induct in the Hall of Fame. But like, if they ever actually like make their own kind of like yeah. official Hall of Fame, yeah, maybe have like their own wing of like matches like yep. best match of all time. Exactly. You put you could there's so many you could put in there. Exactly, like an actual Hall of Fame. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully they do that at some point. I know it's been rumored. So. Yeah. And hopefully in due time. Oh, and one quick question before we go off the air. I know we're running like a few minutes late, but um, I know that uh, uh, Jeff was saying that you own the WWE Network. So yeah. I just want to get your quick thoughts on what your overall thoughts have been since you bought the WWE Network. Uh, I, I love it. Like whenever I'm bored or whenever like every night, every night, every, every night, night before I go to go bed, to you know, <laughs> go to go to bed with the match. Like you it's got it. Got to go back to the classics. Absolutely. And uh, More yeah, class. yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it's like going exactly. back to seeing the guys that I used to used to love back in the day, back 10, 12 years ago. Like, the first WrestleMania I ever saw was WrestleMania 18. I've been watching since. So. WrestleMania 18? WrestleMania 18. Nice, so, nice. so I, I, since then, I've been watching wrestling. So, I kind of, like, go back to those old matches and see, like, how much it's changed, how bad, like, yeah. how good the mid-card really was back yeah, then. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, guys like Jericho and that were, yeah. like, mid-card now. It's kind of like, at least, like... There is no mid-card. Yeah, yeah. there's no <laughs> mid-card now. yeah. I was watching WrestleMania 17. I watched that a couple weeks ago. I'm in the midst of WrestleMania 19, so I'm trying to watch as many pay-per-views as I can because I didn't. I have yet to watch a lot of the old ones, like a lot of the old WrestleManias. Yeah. But I just got to find the time. So hopefully, you know, we got break next week too, so yeah. I can hopefully. Uh, I don't know. I stick. I kind of like don't stick with the one WrestleMania. I kind of like stick to the matches I really want to oh, watch. Oh, okay. So you just go in and watch the match. I okay. watched uh, Undertaker and Big Boss Man today. Yeah, it's a did great you? Match. Yeah, that's oh, a good okay, one. okay. From WrestleMania, yeah. fifteen. Yeah, that's yeah, a good. One. My so. favorite. One of my favorite matches. Possibly my favorite match of all time. Yeah. Uh, Kurt Angle versus uh, Shawn Michaels WrestleMania twenty one. That was a great, great show in general. Great, great show. Great promo. Great yeah. match. Absolutely, I think that was kind of the show that kind of took us into the next generation. Yeah. Twenty one, like you said, WrestleMania. Edge 20. won Money in the Bank. Yep, Edge won Money in the Bank. Got John Cena one of the championships. Batista won. Batista, exactly. I think WrestleMania thirty will be that kind of yeah. show. You know, just kind of go full circle here. WrestleMania 30, 26 days away. Like you said, Cena versus Wyatt, Daniel Bryan in the WWE World Heavyweight Championship match, and facing Triple H. He could be. Almost, not all four members of Evolution, but three-fourths of Evolution in one night, which yep. could be amazing. So, you know, before before Elimination Chamber, even before the Rumble, as short as a week ago, you know, it wasn't looking to be a great show. But, with but now they're Bryan, turning it out a little absolutely, bit. Absolutely, yeah. Now that they turned it around and they threw him in the championship matchup, and now WrestleMania could very well end with the Yes chant, with him celebrating with the championship six months after being screwed out of the championship at SummerSlam. Shaping up to be a great show, so I'm looking forward to it. On the WWE Network, no less. You own it, I own it, so I'll be watching it live on the WWE I'll Network. I'll be there. With I'll Jeff be, I'll, as well. I'll be at WrestleMania. Oh, you're going to WrestleMania. I'm going to WrestleMania. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah you're looking forward to that, right? I, I am counting down the days right now. Nice. I can't nice. wait to go. So you're leaving a few a few days in advance? I'm leaving uh, Friday. Fantastic. And one of my friends uh, goes to school at Louisiana State. Yeah. So I'm staying there. It's like an hour out of New Orleans, and then we're just going to drive in for WrestleMania. So. Perfect. For WrestleMania 30, you're, yeah. you're, st- you're going to be in there uh, for history. Yeah, I know. I can't it's wait. sweet. But uh, that, should be a, uh, that should be phenomenal. Yeah. The, the 30-man battle royal as well. I forgot to mention that. So, yeah, it, look, it looks to be a great show. Very much looking forward to it. A little less than a month away. WWE continues to build up the card. Very much looking forward to it. It's been a great show talking to you guys right here, talking some old school wrestling, WrestleMania 30, Raw, all that good stuff. So um, thanks for joining me, guys. You want to plug anything? Facebook, Twitter, if you got anything going on? Because I know you write blogs. You want to plug, you want to plug your blog? Uh, I'll plug my blog. Go on my uh, Twitter account. I'm pretty sure it's uh, – I'm not sure exactly what my Twitter handle is. <laughs> you don't even know what it is. I know it's uh, RJ Marceau. I know that's like my thing. Okay. But uh, And I want to give a shout-out to uh, John Doe. John Doe and uh, Jeff Stone. That is at Jeff Stone one. Uh, Jeff Stone with a J. Um, quick shout out to Jamie uh, Connors, John uh, Keane, uh, Brian Sussingham, and uh, Troy. Shout out to the rooms right there. And uh, see you next week. Absolutely. Oh, speaking of such, actually, it's a good. Re- that's uh, that's great that you reminded me. Next, we've got we got uh, spring break. Of course, yep. we'll be off for spring break, so I'll, I will not be here for spring break. Will not have access to the equipment Ooh. to do the show. But that being said, though, two weeks from today, we will be back on Tuesday, yep. the twenty fifth, talking WrestleMania, all that good stuff. Nine o'clock Eastern time, right the here. Double on double action. Radio. We'll be two Raws past the already. Exactly. Got to catch up on the action. Yep. The week after that, the week after that, I think will be the week before, before WrestleMania, WrestleMania, so and then WrestleMania the week after that, show. And then- Hopefully we can, we can uh, 
I was thinking we might expand that show. The, the Tuesday before WrestleMania, might expand that to two hours to get in the entire card. You'll be there, yep. so we've got to get some insight from you. Yep. And the week after WrestleMania, we've got to talk to you yep. about the show. So you, you will be back by Tuesday, yep. right? I'll be back here for Monday night. So Okay, very nice, very nice. Watch Raw, of course. Yeah, the best, exactly. The best Raw of the year. The exactly. Best Raw of the best Raw, Raw, Raw. Exactly. Always. So very much looking forward to that. And as always, guys, you guys can check me out. On Facebook at Graham G.S. and Matthews. On Twitter at Russell Rant. On Bleach Report, Graham, Graham G.S. and Matthews. On YouTube as well, same thing. And uh, make sure to check out nextyearwrestling.weebly.com for every archived episode of Russell Rant Radio and all that good stuff for uh, past episodes, this episode, excerpts of this show, <clears throat> articles, and all that other good stuff. So with all that being said... We will be back here in two weeks on ECU Radio, Tuesday night at 9 o'clock. It's looking to be a great show on Tuesday the 25th, 9 o'clock Eastern Time, 8 Central Time, right here on ECU Radio. Thanks for joining us, guys. This is GSM signing out.